0: G'day folks, welcome back to uh, Measure Twice, Cut Once, Uh, the show that gives you the most about everything DIY, a bit of comedy now and then, and uh, occasionally some interesting uh, points being made.
1: Yeah, occasionally.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and joining me once again is my uh, good mate here, co-host, or I'm his co-host. Uh, he was found up in the high country not long ago, um, shooting deer, so he's better known as a deer hunter of uh, Mount Buller. He's back, built by Chris. How are you? I'm good, mate. And you? Yeah? yeah, good. Good. Yeah. And um, once again, we're shooting in front of a live audience. Yes, we are. We've got an audience. Yeah. So we're getting better at, uh, you know, trying to yeah. um, not get... Camera shy?
1: No, no, no. That's the thing. If you can, <laughs> if you can do this sort of stuff, then uh, you've got no shyness about you at all. No, it.
0: no. Uh, public speakers in the future, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. For four people the next time. Next yeah, four. Yeah. Wow, that's a crowd. You okay. know. That. Mm. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Um, so, Let's, what are we doing today, Dirk? Let's. Uh, actually, what did
0: we do last week? What did we do last week? Well, we had a show and we talked about stuff. Okay. All right. Moving right along. <laughs> what did we talk about what last did we do week? last week so on last week's show we had our partners we had um nathan nathan and scott yeah we had yep. them both on the show It well, was a good chinwag a uh, yep. couple of good fellas up there in brizzy yep. um and they explained a little bit about you know how they got into the business of mm-hmm. uh, obviously selling um Products to the woodworking community yep, up what, there.
1: What they're doing and um, and where they want to go with it.
0: Yeah, and surprisingly, like Nathan was saying that um, there's not many. Or he he might have been one of the first stockists of uh,
1: oh, Osmo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So because um, he was saying that uh, he liked using it and he couldn't get it anywhere. So yeah, next best thing, bring it in yourself. That's right. So. And, and
0: those two guys are partners to the show, so we yep. appreciate that a whole a whole deal. You know,
1: both very generous gentlemen. Yeah,
0: they? yeah. So. Yep. Um, they are the partners to the show here, Measure Twice, Cut Once. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, we've got to announce a challenge that James Finger... Why do you keep doing that? That's, that's his... You watch his YouTube channel, he's got that. Does he? Yeah. He's not Mafia, he's just it's James he's Finger.
1: show you how much I pay attention.
0: I never, yeah, I never wondered... I always used to wonder why it was called James Finger, but that's his name. Yeah, James Finger. Yeah. 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 We'll Fix the fingers. He didn't say that at the start, did he? No. no. But um, he's hosting the hashtag Woodjigs21 challenge. Which is about uh, getting some inspirational jigs uh, for people who make YouTube videos. Get mm. out there, make something uh, that's a bit different. Yep. Don't make cross cut sleds because uh, Chris has already made eight videos on them. Yeah, yeah, if you want to steer, steer away. away yeah. Do something different. Yeah, do something different. Yeah. But uh, apart be, from that. Be innovative and creative. I think they're the words that uh, James used. You, you, you say innovative. Innovative. So innovative innovative yeah you're from the different side of the great divide yeah right i mate? speak properly all right okay yeah no worries <laughs> so moving what, right along moving right along what have we got on today's show mate? um apparently we've got a um a panel we've got a panel panel right? Panel. yeah
1: we, we're gonna we've got a couple of blokes on we're going to talk about a yeah. certain subject today yeah we
0: do we have got um we have josh from uh Instagram. Yeah, Jay Woodco. Yep. He's uh, come on board. He's a he's a fully qualified tradesperson. Uh, in in he'll, he'll explain it as yep. we go. And Mark Dana. And Mark Dana
1: again. Is he still known as Mark yeah, Dana again. or uh, yeah. has he changed his name again? Mark Pallets.
0: Mark Pallets. Um, but the discussion today is good because it's about, is it better to learn your trade doing four years? An apprenticeship? An apprenticeship. Or... Can you learn just as much by viewing YouTube and uh, you know attending YouTube uni. uni? YouTube Uni. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Yeah. Let's. Uh, well, let's get into it. Let's let's not wait yeah. around. Let's get into it. Let's get. Uh, yeah, we'll stop talking about. It. Let's go. All right. All right. So, g'day and welcome to the Measure Twice, Cut Once uh, show here on YouTube and also going out on the audio podcast. Chris, today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we've got a, a subject that we wanted to uh, get different feedback from different people who have done different training to get mm-hmm. to what stage of life they're at now. Yep. Um, so the show is uh, going to discover a little bit about the education uh, of skills you can get from YouTube.
1: So where, where did you learn it all? Where did you learn it all? All and, right, yep.
0: And... and, and you know, we have a guest in the top corner. That's Mark Dana, who's probably uh, learned a lot of his woodworking creativity from uh, viewing YouTube. And, uh, you know, he's advanced a lot in his skill set from day one. So, mm-hmm. good day, Mark. How are you? Good guys. Thanks for having me again. No worries. No worries. And ha- stay put today because normally you're flying, flying away when we talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we also have another special guest. Uh, that's Josh from Jay Wood. Co. He's on Instagram, so Jay Wood Co. Is his Instagram handle. And um, Josh has got a trade background, which is uh, uh, you know the other side of things of people having to do an apprenticeship.
1: So, so what you're saying is Josh learnt it properly, and we didn't.
0: Well, yeah, that's
2: what we're <laughs> oh, discussing <yeah>. today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so firstly, welcome Josh, and um, thank you for being here with us on this discussion. Um, you, want to, you want to introduce yourself quickly and uh, perhaps tell us what uh, uh, you've done to be a qualified uh, person in your trade?
2: Yeah, okay. So um, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, well, I did my trade in 2019, uh, 2009, sorry. Um, it was a four-year apprenticeship and uh, basically what it is is, um, is to assist in, making castings for, um, or any sort of casting, really, maybe uh, automotive or aerospace. Um, it's where you're given a set of drawings or sometimes you're just given a casting and you're supposed to work back from that and make a, an exact copy or uh, if you're working from a drawing, you're supposed to make that particular part. Um, and then from there it goes to a moulding process where the um, the part gets moulded around you, um, either usually the sand, and then the pattern comes out, and then liquid metal gets pulled into the void, and then from there it, it goes off to machining, or or maybe that's the finished part, and yeah, it goes straight out for uh, the world to use.
1: Okay, is that uh, is that something that you're still doing today? Or
2: yeah, so I, I make some. It's, it's pretty rare now. Like I. I probably make more furniture and uh, cabinets and that sort of stuff now than I than I used to make patents. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. It's just the um, the way of things have happened. A lot of manufacturing happens from overseas, like China and India, um, and a lot of foundries in Victoria have actually closed, and pattern making companies as well, uh, just because it's it's cheaper to outsource overseas than it is to to manufacture in Australia, which is which is shame.
1: Yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. Our yeah, manufacturing industry industry in Australia is non-existent now. Um, yeah, no, but, absolutely. Um, yeah. Can you can you apply what you've learnt in that uh, trade to what you're doing now?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of skills that are sort of interchangeable. Um, you know, using woodworking equipment um, because predominantly making patterns is um, made out of wood. Uh, years ago, it used to be made out of and pine, but that's expensive. So mm-hmm. it's now it's uh, made out of uh, predominantly gelatin, which is a Singapore product, I think. So um, what was that again?
1: What was it called?
2: Uh gelatin, gelatin, timber.
1: Okay.
2: It's a lightweight timber. It's easy to carve. and uh, Yeah, it's quite good to work with. Okay. But um, a lot of the woodworking equipment and um, like bandsaws and uh uh, table saws and thicknesses and sanders and layers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, using those particular tools is is um, it's certainly interchangeable and in, in what I do now, or what most woodworkers would be using now. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, fair enough. So um, just a little bit. Like, we probably haven't discussed this on this show. I've got a fitting and turning background. and oh, yeah. Chris, yes. Chris has got. Um,
1: I'm, a, I'm a printer. I'm in the printing background. Printing. Yeah.
0: And yeah, yeah that sort of. I mean, yeah, we both spent the four years I think three years at trade school in your last year on the, on the tools and mm-hmm. on the job um, and you know like that's, that's a, it's a really I found it a very slow discovery to get to the end point every every yeah. time you went to trade school you, you you probably forgot a little bit of what you learned last time and that and um, so it, it sort of leads on to the discussion today where a lot of people are learning uh, a lot quicker as skills a lot quicker on YouTube because it's it's not only a visual, it's it's also, um, you know, if the person is good at making a video, it, it displays how to actually use particular machines and tools. Mm. Um, Mark, you, you started out by, you know, um, I suppose you started on Instagram and, um, you know, you got a bit of pallet wood and, you know, you got inspired that way. That's sort of – did you learn most of your skills coming down from YouTube? Um it's well
3: if if we just go say go back 4 years to when I first decided to have a go at this um back then I I didn't even have an Instagram account I literally just decided to make some stuff out of pallets because that's what my brother had been doing now um although I have learned a lot of stuff from other people initially it's very much more a school of um learning things the hard way or a school mm-hmm. of trial and error so I think the big difference is, um, comparing to a trade, is you don't have a tradesman or someone with the actual knowledge that can put you straight onto the right path because they've they've been through all that process, trial and error, and it's now in textbooks and all that sort of stuff. They've they've figured out the best way um, to do things. So I think when you're just having a bit of a go in the backyard, you're gonna you're gonna make all sorts of blunders along the way. So. Um, Obviously, I then started an Instagram account and realised that you can just start following what other people are doing. And, and back then, it was mostly only photos. So you just see photos and go, oh, that looks cool. I wouldn't wouldn't mind trying to build something like that. And again, you start that process, trial and error, oh, how'd they do that? Uh, it wasn't really until video became this mainstream, everyday occurrence that you really started to see how people were doing it. Um, and I think when I started... Uh, I also figured out that people wanted to see what you're doing and how you did it, and that's why I started making videos so um you would i then started showing people what I was doing, and I found a lot of people were getting a lot of benefit from that so that's sort of the the way my Instagram grew was just showing people what I was doing now without a trade background again this these were just things that I'd sort of figured out myself um but then uh, Couple of years down the track, um, I'm finding myself watching, you know, Cuffy's Woodwork, Aussie Ocker Workbench, a ten-video, yeah. half hour to forty minutes per um, per lesson, um, with the the goal to eventually make something like that, which is like a long term project. Now, I did that uh, late last year or early this year. I can't even remember, but I sort of treated that like my fourth year apprentice project. Um, where the, the tradesman was, blokes that have done it, like Cuffy, and all the things that I had been learning over that that time, which I picked up or things I want to try. Um, but what what is still hard is, yes, I bought his plans and I followed along and um, tried to do everything I saw. Um, but then, sorry, the kids are just trying to distract me in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so you still not you still don't have that tradesman saying, mate. You're doing that completely wrong or uh, I would find myself messaging Cuffy a fair bit saying, mate, I, what, is, what is that exactly you're doing there? And, or I've come across this problem and he would actually help me out. Um, I, I've, sent, I've sent him dozens of messages, which he was really great along the way. But it's obviously a much slower process to get the skills unless you can dedicate heaps of hobby time to it. Um, I think that's what that's going to be the big difference. Like the tradies, they've honed it in to get those skills in your brain um, far more economical than what you are if you're just watching other people do it all the time. Yeah, look, that's that's um, yeah, a good point. I, I did the same thing. I
1: I I'm sort of fairly um, fairly good with my hands. I can I can do a lot of stuff with my hands, but you know, you come again uh, up against a problem, and. It, you just you just can't work it out, and uh, and I go I go my YouTube is my first port of call in that thing. So if I've got a specific problem, um, I'll type that into YouTube, and it'll it'll take me straight to that, and uh, and I'll work it out that way. And like you said, with the other uh, tradesmen, they've had four years to hone their skills, uh, and they've been uh, sort of led um, the right way for, from the tradesmen that they're learning from, you know. Whereas we've got. youtube side of things you know and uh and i I don't sort of look at the first video and go yep that's the way i'm going to do it because as we all know youtube's got about a billion uh, videos and a billion different ways to do things and um and a lot of it's um downright dangerous to be honest you know like this i watch some of these guys do their stuff and i'm thinking how how the hell have they still got their fingers yeah, and uh, and that's that's I think that's the difference between YouTube and um, the actual on-the-job training sort of thing. Um, what, what do you think about that, Dirk?
0: Yeah, no, look, I, I, I do agree with that. I, I think you have to be a little bit wary of what you're going to view and be, you know, a little bit subjective to is is that OHS friendly. Mm. But you know, a lot of the time, if if you're up to a standard of skills yourself, you know that all right. I can possibly take the next step, but it's good to refresh and you can always, with YouTube, go back to a particular thing that you've learned from and watch it over and over and over and you're not spending, you know, a lot of time reading books and Mm. trying to get, you know, the information out of that. Josh, um, so when you sort of digressed over into cabinet making, uh, you know, from pattern making, um, Mm. what was your... How did you go about that? Did you go back and do a course or did you basically do the same as all of us, go and watch some videos and see how that goes?
2: So um, I basically did uh, – I watched a YouTube video, um, especially when it comes to, like, hanging hardware, um, you know, like, uh, like the hinges and what sort of offset you allow and that sort of thing. Um, uh, I'll mainly, like, I just studied uh, existing cabinets and that sort of thing, uh, you know, in my house, other people's houses, and sort of tried to, like, replicate that. Um, but, yeah, like, certainly, like, YouTube was an indispensable tool. Um, you know, uh, one-man band, uh, Lewis, I looked at his, some of his stuff on Instagram and that sort of thing and some of the things he makes and that sort of stuff. But, yeah, it helps a lot.
0: It definitely does, Louis. I'm just saddened that he doesn't, you know, have that video output nowadays. Because he's another person who I would take as gospel as far as what he made to be
1: yeah.
0: the proper way to make things. You yeah. know, you find
1: yeah. that too, Chris. Yeah. Look, he's—I I believe he's actually a, a trade qualified in that sort of thing. So, yeah. so when he when he says something, like you said, it's it's like gospel. You know, you, you know he's going to show you the right way to do things. So, yeah. And and I've look from what I from where I was. Um, uh, let, let's go back ten years ago to where I am now. Um, I attribute all of that to um, to YouTube videos. You know, like I, I watched. I'm, I'm a YouTube junkie. I can't get enough of it. You know, and um, <laughs> and you get people like uh, like Mark Dana and the way he does things. You know, I, I love watching him. Um, we have uh, Victor, who's another one uh, from Down Under Woodworks. He does a lot, of, a lot of good stuff, and I, I learned so much from them. But the one guy that I, I learned, and this is going to be a shameless plug the one guy I learned so much from is uh, Jimmy DeResta. He just does amazing work, you know, and a lot of the stuff he does is, um, I guess you could uh, call it uh, dangerous. You know, or because he he gets his fingers really close to those blades, you know, when he's working. But, he, but he's he's always come in and said that he's so comfortable with his tools that you know that's the way he does things. I I don't do that, so
0: he's ultra confident, isn't he? Ultra
1: confident. There's the word. That's yeah. that's what I wanted to say. Um, he has lost his little finger um, in an accident. It got sewn back on, which is uh, good, but um, it just goes to show, you know, if you if you're not careful. But anyway, that's that's a topic for another day.
0: Um. When it, say say Josh, you, you did your trade as a pattern maker. Are there people on YouTube who actually um, will have videos out on on that art on that trade?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, people that talk about um, doing home castings. I think Click Spring. He does a few. Um, he makes a mold um, with uh, sand, and then he does casting. He does his own castings. Um, uh, there's a couple of other guys I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, it's certainly it's 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 um it's a very interesting trade that um that I was fortunate enough to to be a part of, yeah. And,
0: and do you find viewing their videos is you can you can say well, yep, that's pretty much how, how, how you do that, or is it uh, a, is it a good shortcut to learning uh, part of the process? To...
2: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely it is. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like reading something in a book as opposed to watching something on uh, a video um, it's, a lot, it's a lot more entertaining and a lot more interesting. Um, I'm not saying that books don't have their place. I'm not saying that, but I just personally, my, my own experience, um, seeing it and, and experiencing it or watching a video, a uh, YouTube video, is, um, is, is a good way to learn.
1: I think. 100. I'm I'm very much a visual guy. I don't don't put a set of instructions in front of me and expect me to do something with it because it's never going to happen. And you know, I've got to I, if if I can watch it, I can do it. Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, that's why I learned. So I found
0: out the hard way because I put a note in front of him, in front of him saying I'm hungry, <laughs> and hasn't worked. I have to do this. <laughs>
1: Send me a video, Dirk. Send me a video. <laughs> I,
3: what tell about you, yourself, um, Mark? You, you got, uh, you got. Sorry. I was just going to say, um, one of the things that would be nice if you could go back in time and and do some form of technical trade is I think I think now you you would have that different whatever you unlock in your brain you would have a bit more access to those things. Um, like hmm. my brother's a fitter and turner, Dirk. You just said you're a fitter and turner. Just having a trade and those skills, almost that engineering brain that you've you've sort of honed those things early on. I think you're going to think about things completely different now, that, uh, having having been given those formal skills. Um, like we could both be given a task, and I think we would go about it completely different because just the the way you've been probably trained professionally, um, where. I'm not trained at all. I'm just a punter in the backyard. So um, we might both end up with a good result, but it would it would be definitely interesting to see how how you would have gone about it had you have a, have a, um, a set of professional skills early on.
1: Look, that's uh, there's no substitute for um, I think for for, um, for an apprenticeship. You get mm-hmm. you get taught you know, everything properly right from the word go. Like I said, you can watch um, uh, you can watch a million videos and see a million different ways of getting things done, you know. And uh, and then you've got to make up your mind whether um, whether it's the right way to do it, whether it's the safe way to do it. But uh, look for me, an apprenticeship is is definitely the way to
3: go. I mean, uh, Josh Josh did it, so yeah. yeah. I guess there's the the right way, the wrong way, and then there's then there's your own way. But um, yeah. give an example, learning things from. Instagram or YouTube, one of the things I remember seeing and uh, and then thinking I'm going to have a go at that was cutting a cutting a circle on a table saw. Now, um, the one I saw with the jig, clamps, all looked nice and safe, uh, so I then had to figure that out myself. How am I going to do this? Um, have something that's not fixed to a fence. Basically, I used to use my hands to hold the piece still, Um now you can keep your hands well away from the blade. It's it's quite safe if it's all set up and you're using your brain and thinking about it. Um, but where it gets interesting is when you film it. It's what other people actually see. Now I posted that video years ago, and it was one of those ones that was uh, it did really well because and this it had been done many times. I was just having a go at it, um, but it was interesting to people because it's like oh I wouldn't mind having a go at that, but um. It was also one of those videos that gets stolen by all those resharing accounts. And mm-hmm. I came across my own video one day and um, I actually went through the comments of this other account that has thousands of followers, but it's a you know, it's a, it's a bit of a bogus account in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to read all those comments. I, I copped an absolutely a pizzling a- on the comments there. I was in craziest, unsafe, I'm going to cut my hands off uh, back then I used to wear gloves as well, like the amount of because uh, of the splinters in pallet wood, uh, which I don't mm. wear gloves anymore, purely because I don't, I don't want to hear the people say, What do you got gloves on for? Even though your hands are nowhere near the blade, um, it's just funny how people's opinions of what is safe and unsafe, um, where, where you're going to cop the slack, depending on where your video might end up. So, but again, it, there's there's so many videos out lately that. Um, are, they, are they being made because they want to get a reaction or is it about trying something new, using the tool differently? Um, I think it all depends on on who's watching it. Like Izzy Swan's doing some crazy stuff at the moment with his table saw, but he's got decades of experience using the tools and knowing how they're going to intera- interact with the wood. So when I watch it, I don't think it's, it's dangerous at all. But um, whereas someone else... In, the, in a different forum might give him an absolute puzzling like I copped.
1: Um, yeah. I was just what, what you're saying, Mark is more um, for the, like, I think the newbie that comes along, you know, the bloke that's just starting off, you know, doing the woodworking and stuff like that. And if he sees the likes of a, a Jimmy DeResta or, um, or a Mark Dana, you know, uh, using the table saw and everything like that, it might look dangerous. I mean, the other thing is just like on a side note, it's, um, the angle of the camera as well, you mm. know, like if, if you've got the yeah, camera set at a certain, yeah. your hands look a lot closer to that blade, you know, that they really mm. are.
2: So, yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, the, yeah exactly. I think the, the, the newbies, yeah, the newbies need to work out um, the best way to do these things, you know, so that they don't um, injure themselves.
3: Yeah, and really I, and with, with the camera angle, I, I've seen, I've done that again a few times, but I filmed it from the other side as well. So it showed... It showed the gap of where my hands are compared to the blade um, mm. because, again, I don't want to be doing something that's um, – if someone else is going to try and they cut their hand off because they're they're a dickhead. But um, mm. I think it's better for me if I'm going to show what I'm doing, show it the safest way possible so that it takes away some of that trial and error for that person so they don't have an accident. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair enough.
0: So – so um, I've spoken to people overseas and, and people have said it too. In the, in the US, uh, a lot of trades are specifically trained to just learning that trade. That's, that's all you do. And, and I find that like, in Australia, you can probably relate to this, Josh, Australians diversify that skill set into something new. You know, like um, you, you use a pattern background to now you know configure that into your woodworking and so i think that multi-skilled platform is something that you know it's not unique to over here but we're, we're not afraid to give something else a go outside of the things we've been taught as far as informal education and mm. and as you mentioned look the youtube side of it is uh just encourages you to encourages you to um perhaps you know go bigger and better on something different
2: yeah no that's right when I was doing my um, patent making apprenticeship, I was um, work. With, sometimes work would be a bit slow, and I worked in other different departments, which I think was a really good thing. I was in a sand moulding line for a little while. I was doing um, machining. Um, I, I, where I was working, we, we had something called the lost wax investment casting process, which I helped inject some wax dyes and that sort of thing as well for the um, for the boundary. So, like, I was fortunate enough at the time. I was like, I don't want to be doing this, but because I was, I was a lot younger and not as smart, didn't see the um, the horizon, so to speak. But now looking back, I can see that those little those little areas that I was, you know, placed or put in that sort of things really helped um, challenge yourself and, and push yourself to try different things. And that's where I think too, like. Um, YouTube um, is such a powerful tool that you can, you know, you can look at woodwork and then you can also go, oh, I need to make this small little metal part or something. Oh, how how do I how do I go about doing that? And you can diversify and stuff, you know? Yeah, really, the um, you're limitless. Yeah. Mm. No, definitely. That's that's it's
0: always interesting, isn't it? Like. Um, some apprenticeships only limited limited to, you know, they don't have departments you can go in, but yeah. some, some places do. And say mm. for where I was, you could go from the tool room to the maintenance shop, to yeah. the, um, even you know the design room, and you, you learn a little bit of everything, which yeah. Was, yeah. Um, which I found beneficial because just one specific thing sort of you you're limited and you probably mm. lose interest quicker. But yeah, yeah. So you. How do you how do you guys keep the interest going in, you know, well like as far as is it is it the fact that you're learning, keep learning? Is that how what motivates you to keep going and learning new things,
3: you know? Um Mark i yeah, I'll jump in for sure, mate. on as well as being fully addicted addicted to woodworking, I have this massive thirst for the knowledge because I I would like to be able to get to a point where I put out a video and I could back it up with the, with the time and the knowledge. Um, I'm in a pretty good place at the moment. I make something, I put it out. It's pretty well received um, amongst all the people that like to watch my videos. And I generally don't get any experts jamming it into me. So, and that's a pretty nice place to be. Um, I would like to think of it. If I keep doing this further down the track that I've, Grown the the skills and the knowledge to um, to be able to pass it on, but pass it on properly um, and, and back up. Not, I'm definitely not a fake it till you make it type person. Uh, I would like to think that I can get to a point where I can show someone, explain it in a in a you in know an interesting way, but a way that people understand. And that's that's can only come through time, in in my opinion. So I'm um, hopefully that. that Sucking up as much information as possible now, uh, and I do, I, I do get that mostly from from YouTube. Now is is watching and really listening, paying attention to what people are actually doing. Oh, for sure, Josh.
2: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I love learning, uh, learning new skills. I, I just think the more the more skills that you have, the more um, what well, the more things you can do. You know, and it's like you probably don't realize it at the beginning, but um when you first start out building things, but every little step is like it's like a little building block you know like with lego and then by the time you're in you're finished it's this massive massive collection of skills or abilities to be able to do to do anything and it sort of helps um gives you confidence too in your in your woodworking um or you know other trades as well
1: Hmm. isn't it funny um like you're just saying, you, you you love learning. Uh, when I was back at school, it's the, the, the last thing on my mind was you know learning something new. You, you, you hate school, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the older, yeah. The older you get, um, I, I now I'm, I'm I'm like a sponge. I, I every time I see something new, I'm, I'm you know really excited to learn that that new skill mm-hmm. and move on. You know, so I think um, everything's us about. You know, like you you need to go to school now. Because you really want to learn and then just have a good time when you're younger, you know.
2: Because you don't want to go to school. Well, I think also too, like just having the ability to be tactile, like hands on sort of thing. I think um, hmm. um, years ago, you know, that was that was that was a good way to learn. You now, I don't know, like with schools and that sort of stuff. It's you know, electronics and that sort of thing and book learning. But I think um, learning with your hands is a really powerful tool as
1: yeah,
0: and and that's where I think a TAFE education, you know, is sometimes really good because you do get involved rather than the theoretical side of it. They they yeah. give you a lot of practical, um, you know, things to uh, have a go at, which is you know that's like get your hands in in the mix and um see what you can produce. And, that, and that's where you go. The brain goes, I can do that with my hands, you know. It's yeah. yeah. so, mm. hmm. so, all relative. Right.
2: So, so.
0: Yeah, well, that's. Um, I think we've had a great discussion, to be honest. Here, um, both Josh and Mark from you know learning is a little bit from different backgrounds, but much the same. And Chris and I uh, vouch for that as well. Yeah. So, mm.
1: um,
0: look, thank you for being the first uh, participants on this type of panel um, conversation. And um, we we got a, I got a lot out of this.
1: I did too. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. This is
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, I reckon this is going to be one of our better shows. Yep. This one.
0: Yep. So, you know, uh, Josh, I, I hope you, uh, you know, you keep producing good stuff on Instagram. And uh, thank you very much for being on board with us today and giving your, you know, uh, great feedback on your education. And-
1: can I, Can I just ask a quick question to Josh? Um, do you have a um, a YouTube channel? Uh,
2: not yet. I was thinking about it but um maybe something in the future that i'd like to do just like little small small, small snippets of things yep i don't know it depends a lot of, you guys have been doing it for a long time you know like the ins and outs and that sort of stuff um yeah well, for me for me to build something already takes long enough let alone i try to film it and edit it and that sort of thing so <laughs> yeah we all know that we all know that but you yeah, yeah, know
1: yeah, I'd I'd be interested if you uh, if you popped up a YouTube channel, I'd be very interested in that. See yeah, how you okay. go about it. yeah. For yep. yep. sure. And Mark, well Mark's never gonna change his uh, he's probably <laughs> gonna change his name by uh, by next week again. Maybe I will. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, thank you very much to our two uh, panelists.
0: Yep. Because yep. they're not
1: guests; they're panelists. That's
0: right.
1: Um, and we'll uh, we'll actually we'll we'll do this again. I think this is going to be a good um, a good thing to get into. Yeah,
0: and uh, I, I think the audience will love it too, Chris.
1: Yep. So for sure. Thanks a yeah, lot, so, fellas. And, really uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, good.
0: A good discussion.
1: Yeah. Too right. All right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, bye for now. All right.
3: Catch <laughs> you later.
2: Thanks. <laughs>
0: All right, that was absolutely riveting, wasn't it? I, it was. I, I love doing that type of panel set-up. Yep, I think we're going to do that a lot more. Yeah, that was uh, suggested from people last season when we asked for a bit of feedback, what do you want to see? Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to have some international guests as well okay. this, this season, Chris. So Such as? I don't know, maybe Popey or Carl Pope in England and Grant Alexander over in Canada. Why not? Let's try it. Let's let's give it a go. What's
1: the worst that could happen? Yeah, we might
0: need translators, but, you know. Yeah, you never know. Well, they need it for us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good show today. I enjoyed that, and I think uh, I got a lot out of listening to, you know, even that you have a trade background, and I've done four years doing something, Mm -hmm. and how we relate that back on to, um, you know, where we went after that. Yeah. How we re-educated ourselves, more there. So, for sure. That was good. YouTube uni. I like that. It is. Yeah. yeah. YouTube University, I really like that. Anyway. Actually, hashtag YouTube Uni. Yeah. So. Alright, so. Looking ahead, what are we going to do next week? What are we doing next week? Alright, so next week we've got a pretty good uh, subject that uh, you, you actually introduced to me. And yep. I yep. agreed with it and we're running with it. We are. You know. Yeah, running of yeah. the bulls down in Chris's shop. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about, um, in the past 20 years... The technological changes. Changes, yeah, that, that have happened in, um, I suppose, not so much woodworking, but... Um, across the board, across really. Across the board, yeah, I guess, yeah. Technology it never stops evolving, does it? No, no. So, and, and with that... If we
1: brings... we'd all still be driving Model 2 Fords. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Mine needs a service. Can you do that after this show? Yeah, all right thanks yeah so next week we're doing that yep big thanks to uh our partners nathan at hammeroo scott at custom creations and we have a youtube challenge quickly we'll go past
1: yep, yep. Go, go nuts
0: hashtag wood jigs 21 james finger the host yep so get on to it and uh i hope he, I hope he has some good giveaways so do i you know what's he going to give away no festival domino well, I've already got one, so I don't need another one. Yeah, it's not all about you, mate. <laughs> yes, Anyway, is. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah. I know. laughs> so until next time, um, I'm going to sign off by saying hoo and uh, see you next week.
1: And I'll do the same, but I'll go bye for now. So the guy's got to do his f***ing warning out there now, right? <laughs> YouTubers, is, YouTube is, um, what do you call it? Nightmare. Uh, nightmares. Nightmares. <laughs> blum we haven't got an Instagram account yeah, for
0: that.
1: Yeah. measure twice, cut once, yeah. Have we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
2: because there's one here, measure measure, two, cut one. Yep. Is it your, is that with the red logo? Yeah. yeah. That one there,
1: measure- No, that's not us. No? Yes it is. No, it's not, that's not us. Oh. Which one's your one? Oh, we got,
0: yeah, we've got that logo. Which one?
2: Is that? It is you. That one there. Measure twice, cut once. That that's one. it. That's mm-hmm. us, yeah. It's measure, it's measure two, that one there, See? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, all
1: right.
2: Who the <laughs> hell was
1: that? <laughs> like, oh, they just go. Yeah. <laughs> Black screen. Hang on, stop. Hang on. <laughs>